Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at dynamic trunking protocol. We'll be discussing an introduction to dynamic trunking protocol. We're going to look at negotiated interface modes. We're going to look at the results of a dynamic trunking protocol configuration. And then finally, we're going to verify that dynamic trunking protocol. This episode is part of my series on switching, routing, and wireless essentials. I'm Kevin here at KevTechify. Let's get this adventure started. DDP, Dynamic Trunking Protocol, is a proprietary Cisco protocol. All Cisco devices, they support DDP. If another company wants to use it, they have to pay Cisco licensing fee. Most companies don't use it. Now, what this does is it negotiates the connection between one end and the other end of that cable. And there's some advantages, but a lot of times people don't necessarily take care of this. By default, dynamic auto is the setting that we have here. Now to turn off DTP, you go in there and you enter in the non-negotiate when you're configuring the switch ports. Here we, we, we can see the command here. We set up our port as a trunk. So we set the mode here as a trunk. And then to turn off DDP, you go in here and say switch port non-negotiate. If you wanna turn dynamic trunking protocol back on, what you have to do is go back into the interface in your switch port settings and set the mode to dynamic auto. That will turn dynamic trunking protocol back on. The modes we have for negotiating an interface, there's, there's four modes that we have. Once again, to stop DDP from happening, dynamic trunking protocol happen, happening, we enter in switch port non-negotiate. That turns DDP off, that dynamic trunking protocol. But if we're going to use it, we can come in here and we have four different options for setting up our DDP. The first one is dynamic auto. It will become a trunk interface if the neighboring interface, the other interface that that other end of the cable is connected into is set to either trunk or desirable mode. So dynamic auto will turn that interface into a trunk interface if the other interface is a trunk or desirable. The second option is dynamic desirable. This, what this does is it actively seeks to become a trunk by negotiating with the other auto or desirable interfaces. And so we wanna become a trunk and auto desirable says, hey, I wanna become a trunk. Let's see what we can do to make that happen. Fourth option is a trunk. What that does is it permanently turns it into a trunk. There's no question about it. We're going to be a trunk. Or the other option we could specify here is access. Once again, the access port connects into the end devices and it, ha it handles typically only one VLAN of information for the data. If it happens to be a, a voice device you're connecting up, it'll also handle the voice VLAN there. Trunking handles all VLANs worth of information. Access is just for one VLAN worth of information. If you like this episode on dynamic trunking protocol and you get value out of it, and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button. 
give a five-star rating, leave a comment. Doing this supports the channel, which in turn helps me bring you more great content. Subscribe to my channel and click that notification bell. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. When you go through and you configure this, you have two ends of this connection. You have the wire plugged into one device. You have the other end of the wire plugged into the other device. Each port on each end can be set up using one of those four modes. Now, depending upon the combination of what each end is set at will give you a different result. Most of the time, if you want your port to be trunking, what we do is we set it to dynamic desirable. They try to get a trunk on that connection. And so you will get a trunk if, you, if the other end of the connect, connection is set to dynamic auto, dynamic desirable, or a trunk. It will give you a trunk at that point in time. But if the other end is set to access, and once again, it permanently sets that port to access if you use that option, the dynamic desirable is going to give you an access port. It's gonna negotiate best it can for a trunk, but if it can't do that, then it'll go to that access port. Trunk, if you go and set your port to a trunk here, because the other ones negotiate for a trunk, it's going to do the best it can to get you a trunk. But if you have the trunk on one end and access on the other end, it's going to, it, it acts a little weird. It's going to, what we say, give you limited connectivity. Some things may go through as long as you're sending it across the VLAN that that access port belongs to. And so it could give you indications that it's working fine as long as that access port is sending is part of what the trunk is sending across. But as soon as you send some other VLAN across that trunk connection, then what that access port is set to, then you're not gonna get a connection there. If you set it as an access port, any of the negotiation, the, any of the dynamics, is you're just gonna set it as an access port at that point in time. If you're, once again, if you're setting it to be a trunk, you're typically most people aim for dynamic desirable that'll give you the trunk to verify our dynamic trunking protocol mode what we can do is we can use the show dtp command because the show command gives us information we're concerned about our dynamic trunking protocol so we put in ddp and then we can specify the interface that we want to look at Review for episode three, VLANs. VLANs are based on logical instead of physical connections. VLANs can segment networks based on function, team, or application. Each VLAN is considered a separate logical network. A trunk is a point-to-point -point link that carries more than one VLAN. VLAN tag fields include the type, user priority, CFI, and VLAN ID. A separate voice VLAN is required to support voice over IP. Normal range VLAN configurations are stored in the VLAN.dat file in Flash. An access port can belong to one data VLAN at a time, but may also have a voice LAN. A trunk is a layer 2 link between two switches that carry traffic for all VLANs. Trunks will need tagging for the various VLANs, typically 802.1Q. 
IEEE 802.1Q tagging makes provision for one native VLAN that will remain untagged. An interface can be set to trunking or non-trunking. Trunk negotiation is managed by the dynamic trunking protocol. DTP is a Cisco proprietary protocol that manages trunk negotiations. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on dynamic trunking protocol. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All of my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. You can get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on switching, routing, and wireless essentials. In the bottom right is another one of my favorite videos that I picked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on switching, routing, and wireless essentials. Once again, I'm Kevin. This here is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.